We may think we have many routes of fighting offensively against our enemies in this world, but really we only have one weapon to cut at the lies that surround us and try to destroy our spirit and our hope. We're talking about the next piece of our spiritual armor, the sword of the spirit, on this episode of Daily Jumpstart. We might view the Bible as a special book, or at the very least, an important document of history and religion, or maybe we think the book itself has some special power in the very page numbers in an English translation. I've known folks that treat the Bible like a magic eight ball of sorts. They ask God a question and then plop open the pages to see what answer magically appears where their hand is drawn toward. We want to treat the Bible more like a magical wand to wave over our problems, to say a certain phrase, and then the work is to be done. But we see Paul doesn't refer to Scripture, the Word of God, as a magic wand, but as a sword. The Roman soldier had countless hours of training with a sword. Any instrument with as much destructive power requires training and safety because the power it can wield is both amazing and terrifying. When I was younger, I went through gun safety courses to receive my hunting permit. I grew up around a variety of guns in my home and in my grandfather's home. Just because these items were normal in my life, they were never referred to with ease or lack of caution. Instead, I knew from a young age that these items were dangerous. They were only to be used with great care. Because if I, if I made a mistake, if I'm not careful, instead of accomplishing the goal I desired with those instruments, I could harm myself or someone around me. Worst case scenario, I could kill someone by mistake. The sword of the spirit is no different from these weapons. In the words of Spider-Man's Uncle Ben, with great power comes great responsibility. How can scripture be dangerous in this way? Well, with it, we can fight temptation. We can kill the lies of the devil on the spot. We can kill the lies in our own minds. But it's also dangerous if we misuse this sword, if we're not trained, if we're just plopping the Bible open before us and treating uh, and treating the Bible like some kind of Ouija board that we just kind of float our hands over. We can read things into scripture. The fancy theological term is eisegesis, inserting what we think it's talking about. Instead of reading what scripture says in its appropriate context, taking meaning out of it, exegesis, we can come to dreadful conclusions. We can come to those conclusions about God, and then we can instruct others incorrectly about that. This might just harm ours or their spirits. It might just discourage or hurt growth, but it can also have a dangerous and deadly result. Even more than a sword, misunderstanding scripture can lead to a misunderstanding of God, and a misunderstanding of God can lead to ultimate separation from God, complete and utter death, an eternity of punishment. Misusing a weapon can kill a life here. Misusing the sword of the spirit can harm the eternal soul. 
But we see in the example of Jesus Christ using the word of God appropriately and with skill. In Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 10 is where we find Jesus dealing directly with the temptations of the devil. He promises... uh, he, he receives promises of the sin of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and, and lust for power. He pro- gets promised the world, its desires, the pride of man. But with each option, Jesus responds with scripture. Instead of following the desires of the flesh, listening to baser instincts, Jesus recites Deuteronomy 8.3, man does not live by bread alone. He's saying God provides even for for any need I could possibly have. When he is tempted with covetousness, wanting what isn't his, Jesus quotes Deuteronomy 6, chapter 6, verse 16. Not to test God. God is in control. We don't test his provision with ultimatums, but we lay a request before the Lord. Jesus battles pride and self-idolatry by quoting Deuteronomy again, that we fear God and God alone. Scripture is powerful. Don't forget your weapon today. Don't forget how sharp this sword could be in your hands. Train with it. If you haven't in a while, or ever for that matter, start memorizing some verses. Start in this book, Ephesians. Start with memorizing your armor in chapter 6. Commit to your memory so that when a temptation crosses in front of you, you have your weapon at your side, in your hand, ready to strike that temptation down. That's it today for this episode of Daily Jumpstart.